so our plan was just to record and chat as, as we normally do and then uh, kind of see how many drinks Tara has in an hour. This is, this is, this is the entirety of our plan. We're, we, we're, no, no, we're, I don't think we are going to be surprised. You, right? Margarita through the straw and, and the wine is half gone. So, so I, I th- love that song. <laughs> Mar- Margarita through the straw and the wine is half oh, gone. That's a great Kenny Chesney song. Oh. It's actually, it's actually a remake from Conway Twitty. Yeah. Is, is where it, did you already hit record? Look at you. You might want to let people know that we started. Oh, we've started. Tea, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. There is a river in Indiana known as the Mississinawa. And it took me forever to learn how to say Mississinawa. And not too far from that river is the Mississinawa Cigar Company in Gas City. And that's where we are right now, Fingers Malloy. Sign in the book, Let's Go Bourbon, which you can find at Amazon.com. Uh, uh, and these people, these good people are the proof uh, that America is, is uh, the greatest. America is, never mind that Indiana is, is fantastic and has always been good to us. We're about an hour from home, from the Indianapolis area. Fingers and I are both a little bit north of, 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 of Indianapolis. Uh, and, and these guys, six of them, got together. They've been smoking uh, in, in their garages and in each other's garages. And eventually someone said, could you please get the hell out of our garage? We would like to park our cars here. And they said, well, why are we driving an hour to a cigar lounge? Why do we have to go down to a place called uh, Noblesville, which is north of Indianapolis, almost an hour away? Or there's Fort Wayne, Indiana, almost. A, it was like, a, is that an hour away, 45 minutes away? Right? Uh, and, and, and they said, why should we do that? So they started their own Fingers Molloy. They started their own cigar lounge. It's outdoors. It's indoors. We happen to be in the outdoor spot. The, the heaters are, are going. And they bring us drinks. Look at the size of this mother uh, right here. Uh, I got myself a bourbon. What am I drinking, sir? Four gates? Four gates? You say ultra premium like it's gas. Did this also... How much is this a gallon right here that I'm drinking the ultra premium? Well, wait, no one can hear you if you're not on the mic. So we're going to talk about it in a second. It's just four gates. Oh, we'll get to you in a second right there. Now, Fingers, what are you, you're drinking a local porter. I'm drinking a local porter. No, I'm not drinking a local porter. I'm not drinking a local porter. It's not local? So it is local. It's, it's, a, a, local brewery. it's a local brewery. Bad Dad Brewery. Bad Dad Brewery, and it's called? Your Grounded Mister. Your Grounded Mister is the name of the beer. So, so it's a stout, not a porter, and uh, you have to keep up with Tara. That's your job for the rest. Challenge accepted. Right there. So we will get to the four gates, which you guys do in a beautiful rocks glass on the sphere, which is a great way uh, to do it. Actually, if there's a choice... Between a sphere and, 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 the, and the big rock, the sphere is actually going to melt a little bit slower. It's because it's all self-contained. There are no edges uh, that, that are going to melt easier. So if you can do it, uh, they sell them as like a silicone kind of, kind of mold, uh, pretty easy uh, to do. And Fingers Malloy, anytime there's a stout, you're going to do it. That's absolutely right. And this is, this is quite tasty. It does, uh, if you're a porter drinker, it does remind you of a porter because it, it's not quite as, as thick as you would uh, get on some uh, stouts. But this is, this is very good. Now, you're doing a full pint. The head was not too big on that. Nope. How if, if you were in your home, if you were uh, sitting by the grill, uh, doing a reverse sear, doing doing a brisket. Oh, I forgot. I I found a deal on brisket of all places, Costco, three ninety nine a pound, and I picked up for you a fifteen pound brisket. Oh, you're a great American, right? So my refrigerator is full. I actually did purchase the chest freezer so I can start. You can freeze a brisket before you smoke it, right? Can't you? Yes, that was a yes from the crowd. All right, just make. I, I don't know the rules. 
I have no idea. What if I did it wrong and you threw me out? Uh, so I do have that uh, for you. So first things first with, with uh, our good people here, our friends here at Mrs. Senua Cigar Company, uh, a toast to your health. Uh, drink well. Everybody here has got a drink. Everyone here at Tara's Double Fisting. Everybody here has got a drink to your health, guys. Great to be with you. Glad you're here. Drink up. I'm doing the Four Gates bourbon. Ooh. Ooh. Have you had the Four Gates? Someone bring me the bottle. Someone, I got it. Oh, yeah, he's, there it he's is. He's not going to drink it all. He, he just wants to take a look at it. Ooh. Oh, that is, that is, that's a little buttery. That is a little buttery there on the. Is there any marzipan in that? There's not. I mean, I can't really tell a nose in this because the sphere is kind of taken away, but the, that is, that is, that is lovely right there. But the story of how these guys started. And we're seeing, you know, uh, uh, cigar shops uh, pop up near us. Uh, an another one ha has opened. It has become this. It's become the place. And, you know, we talk about uh, Tara is not the only woman here. Uh, we should be clear. Uh, there, there are a lot of women here. Cigars have just built up in, in men and women. It is built up in black and white. It is built up everywhere. But guys going out and saying, why are we driving? Let's just create our own place is, is the greatest story in the world to me. And it's a story that is very common in the cigar industry. I mean, what a lot of the places that you see that are uh, have opened up around the country, they are mom and pop places, which is why we're so passionate about some of the things that uh, the FDA is doing when they're trying to regulate cigars and, and make it more difficult uh, for, for people like uh, Mrs. Sinawa to, to be in business. So, oh, he's got the bottle. I do have the bottle. So Four Gate, not, not plural, singular, Four Gate Whiskey Company, Kentucky Straight Bourbon. It is a Fingers Moy 60.15% alcohol by volume, which means it's 120 proof. A hand for anything over 100 proof. Uh, bless your soul. Um, what's interested, okay. So I'm not crazy when I said buttery. This is finished in orange curacao and gin casks. Now, normally when that happens, it's kind of a little bit of shtick, right? If, if, it's, not, if it's not properly, uh, you know, just coming out of the barrel as it should because bourbon has to be in a first-use charred oak barrel. Those are, that's the law. You'll read that when you're in reading uh, Let's Go Bourbon. The law is in there, so you'll know what's happening. Uh, very often when, when they play that way, Fingers, it's shtick. Only the guys from Barrel, Dovetail, the Armida, some of the – they have figured out how to do this right. This is lovely. Uh, I'm not a fan of the bottle. The physical bottle, I don't like. I don't like bottles that look like wine bottles. I don't know if that's, if that's just my own kind of like prejudice, my own bias, my, my own privilege. I don't know what you call it anymore, right? Does that bottle look right to you? It, it looks like a vodka bottle. Is that what it looks like to you? Yeah. You drink a lot. <laughs> Tara, what does this look like to you? It looks like you'll finish it? Okay, very, very good. We'll just, we'll just put that right over there. The going out and building your own place is is just spectacular. And, and so when we, we've had a couple of people who are signing the book, thank you for coming up. Like, we, we drove an hour. I'll, I'll drive an hour for a good piece of, piece of cheesecake. There's, there's nothing. I won't. By the way, does anybody have any good cheesecake? Is there any good cheesecake around here? Is there a good bakery around here? Now, I know there's a Chinese place next door. So I'm like, I might grab something on the way home. Four or five egg rolls on the way home is the way to go. But this is, this is what you want to see. You want to see local people doing cool local things. Yeah, not only that. I mean, the, the setup here is absolutely tremendous. We're, we're on a deck, which I'm sure is even lovelier in, in July. But today, it's, it's sleeting right. outside. And you would never know that we have inclement weather outside. We've got, it's all enclosed and the heater's on and, and people are in short sleeve shirts, tank tops. 
wet t-shirts. It's getting wild. It's getting crazy. It's getting wild and crazy. Oddly enough, the wet t-shirt, not Tara. Jeez, poor Tara. No, no, no. Just I just want Tara. to know. We are honest about her and what she's not doing as well. We, 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 we have that all. I mean, we, we, we've got everybody here. We've got all the ages over 21 here. We have a Korean War veteran. Lowell, good for you. Glad you're yeah, here. Little hand. Hot day. Standing up and getting yeah. the applause. There it is. There it is. Good man. Oh, we have a lot to get to. We're going to be sharing the stories from the Mississippi Cigar Company uh, throughout the show. Keep it right here. I'm Tony Katz. That's Fingers Malloy, and this is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. Son of a gun. And absolutely nobody was paid for that applause. Thank yeah, you. Well, Thank you very awesome, much. I'm awesome. Tony Katz. That's Fingers <laughs> Malloy. Dennis Roach, one of the owners of Mississippi Cigar Company in Gas City. You guys opened up a cigar lounge during COVID. Absolutely. That is not what they teach at the Harvard Business School. Not That's at all. They- in fact, we were supposed to open on November 1st of 2020, and uh, six of the seven guys had COVID. So we had to push it back to the 21st. Yeah, 21st day of November, and that's when we opened. So we had a grand total of uh, about uh, five and a half weeks into 2020, and then we plunged headlong into 2021. Before we get into what that was like, seven guys who were tired of driving an hour yep. to have a cigar. Finger sometimes doesn't want to record because it's five minutes away. <laughs> you guys had to drive an hour. Yep. First, very few people could grab six other friends and be like, Let's put up our money and do this. That's the kind of conversation that, has, that happens at midnight, right? When everyone's had too much to drink. We should open a bar, Fingers. In Tijuana. We should totally <laughs> open a bar in Tijuana. And we're you in. guys did it. Yeah, we did. It so was amazing. It was, uh, I mean, it was uh, a collaboration. We basically took over an old chiropractor's office. It was filled with little cubicles. And uh, we all put the sweat equity into ripping them all out, except where the bar is because that was where they had the x-ray room. And so it was like uh, two layers of three-quarter inch uh, fire-rated pl- uh, drywall. So we left that. We're like, we'll figure that out later. All right, so you're willing to do work, but you're not willing to do that much work. Right. That's basically what we're getting at. <laughs> That's exactly right. You, you open up, you're delayed in opening because people had COVID, and then you get, is, was it the health department? It was like, yeah, you can't be open. Even though cigars were not an industry in the main, depending on the state, right, that were shut down, what did, what did the county here say to you? Well, let's establish something uh, at the beginning. Let us establish. Uh, uh, Gas City has its own zoning uh, compliance department, so we didn't have to deal with the county. We dealt with our local uh, building ordinance uh, group. Yeah, very good. Uh, Gas City special because they came in, took a look around, said, ah, you can have 75 people in the, the main lounge. Uh, you've been in there. There are 27 seats. There's no way you could get 75 people in that room. But let's try. But because they told us we could have 75 people in, we didn't have any restrictions. And so uh, people had to walk in with a mask. Mask comes off the rest of the time. They could sit wherever they wanted. Uh, they could have a bourbon, bourbon. They could have a cigar. It was a great, a great opening. So you, even though the, the world was in this, this state of shutdown, you guys were able to, to, to stay open. But even still, yes. you've got people who are worried about going out. I mean, let's not think about it now. You got to think about it when it started. Nobody actually knew how things were, were, were going down. And so you had to fight that. You're a new business. How are you, 
How are you reaching out to people that, oh. hey, we've got a cigar lounge in Gas City, Indiana, which, uh, all right, is not the biggest place no. in, 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 the, in the country. No. How, how did you reach out to those people? Again, more stories. I mean, one of the, one of the great paragraphs in your book, uh, Tony, talks about what's amazing about cigar lounges. You mean, you mean Let's Go Bourbon, available uh, at Amazon.com? Yes, Let's Go Bourbon on Amazon.com. I think he's talking about Let's Go Bourbon. Yep, I definitely should have given that plug. But uh, one of the... <laughs> One of the great things about it is that we we had this place, and uh, so we we started we started sort of small. In fact, we weren't sure that we were even going to be able to sell bourbon. Uh, the state of Indiana said, "Yep, you uh, can get the last remaining three way license in Grant County," and we snapped it up. And uh, from there, things just began to just kind of move. Uh, one of the important things about this we found is that Facebook refuses to do any kind of promotion we for know anything this. that has tobacco involved with Facebook, it. Facebook, Google, they flat out refuse. We yep. have tried a hundred ways from Sunday yeah. to figure out how. We've learned that if you say premium cigars, mm-hmm. that is somewhat acceptable to them. Okay. I don't know why that is, but cigars in general, no. But you and can't, bourbon, no. You can't promote. So I've been. In, I was involved with a, an event that we had a lot of great bands that came into our community, and we would we would boost the promotions and pay for it, and it would blow up because of the boost. We couldn't do that. Our entire Facebook has over a thousand followers, and it's all organic. We had to fight with the radio station, local radio station, to finally get ads on the radio because of tobacco. Uh, the local uh, newspaper. We, what? We, we, we could have helped you with that. Well, yeah. We if we had that kind of deep pockets, we, <laughs> we would definitely do that. But the local newspaper, our daily, they, we worked with them, and finally they did some publishing for us. But a lot of word of mouth, small town, word of mouth, word of mouth, word of mouth. And we are geographically positioned in between Fort Wayne and Indianapolis, and that is part of our success, I believe. Let's talk a little bit about the clientele. You've got a lot of seasoned cigar smokers out here, but uh, we we talk to a lot of people who want to get into the cigar lifestyle, but it can be quite intimidating for someone who's new. Uh, What advice do you give to people when they're new walking in here for the first time? Uh, Two days ago, we had a a couple came in. They've never been in a cigar lounge before, never smoked a cigar ever. We sat, I sat down with them. I happened to be here. One of our, all of our partners would do the same thing. We work very, very hard at being welcoming and asking people uh, what they need. And when they told us that, we went into the humidor. We picked some mild cigars for them, helped them cut it, helped them learn how to light it. And the guy had mangled a cigar. He bought it and didn't tell anybody. He was embarrassed, like a lot of people are when they come into a cigar lounge. And uh, I walked him through how to cut the cigar and how to light it. Halfway through that process, we lit it up, and he took his first draw off of it. And he looked at me, and he said, wow, that's completely different than the first thing I smoked. <laughs> and so we get a lot of that. We probably have eight or ten people a week that come in that have never been inside of a lounge. But that's the key, right? Check yes. your ego at the door. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's all about conversation. What I love about this place, probably more than anything else, is that cell phones typically stay in their pocket. Right. And people talk. And we talk. And we talk a lot. And the way you have it set up, talking to Dennis Roach of the Mississippi Cigar Company, you can find him on Facebook. Is it Mississippi yes. Cigar Company? Yes. And Ole Miss Cigars on Twitter. Uh, the way you have it set up, the, 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 the chairs are in a horseshoe. Yes. Right? They're, you're, they force you to look at the person next to yes. you, no matter what they look like, right. like that guy, yeah. right? They, 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 <laughs> they force you to look at Absolutely, him. we do. And that was, that was by design? Uh, yes, it was. In fact, we played with the, the layout for probably, I don't know, about three days before we finally said, okay, we'll give this a shot. And we've not changed it since we opened the indoor lounge. 
And this outdoor part, which is actually a, a deck. I mean, the, the beams are exposed. It's, it's a metal roof. If it was raining, this would be pretty loud uh -huh. uh, in, 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 in here right now. Was this here? Did you build the deck? We did. In fact, uh, after about three months of existence, we looked at each other and said, we've got to expand. We've got to have some place to be able to have more people. And so we we paid to have the deck built, then we decided to put a roof on it, then we decided that we needed walls, so we contracted with a company to actually put the, the retractable walls in, and uh, it was just, it has also been a hit, and we have used it throughout the entire winter. Dennis Roach, man, look, uh, thrilled that we were able uh, to come up, so thrilled that you were cool with us uh, doing a, a, a book signing here. As you look uh, around uh, this room, by the way, we should say, Fingers, uh, that there is a live audience here. Nine million people have shown yes. up to the book signing. Amazing. Nine million people. <laughs> Packed into a 20 by 40 deck. It's, it's unbelievable. And seven of them are sober, <laughs> so thank you uh, for, for, for that. Um, this do, doing this, putting all this together really, really quickly. Um, is this the end of the expansion or is there more coming? We may put a tent outside for the summer, uh, so that we can do some live music. Uh, okay. so we're, we're looking at some other things and I got to tell you, I'm the representative. There are seven, six other guys that are fantastic. That right there is Dennis Roach. This is the Mississippi Cigar Company. It's an American success story. Uh, I love, uh, that we're here. Give him a hand guys. That's Dennis Roach. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. The Oro, or Gold, Fingers Malloy, Gold. I'm surprised Goldline isn't a sponsor of ours at this stage of the game, because no one knows more about gold than you, Fingers Malloy. It's time for everyone to buy gold. Gold. But this is gold from Arturo Fuente, the Oro Magnum R Super 60. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. This Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper on the Arturo Fuente Oro Magnum R Super 60, which is a six by 60. It is a mother. Six means it's six inches long. Tee. Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And 60 is the ring gauge. That's the diameter of the cigar, basically how thick it is around. Ah, oh, look at that. This is an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. I mean, it is light. But very often, people take a look at an Ecuadorian wrapper like, oh, that's too light. No, no, I need a, I need a man cigar. I need a cigar that'll put hair on somebody else's chest. One of those kinds of things. <laughs> Guys, you are missing out right here on this cigar. First of all, as Fingers Malloy would say, it's beefy. It is beefy. And, right there. And uh, you, the thing is, too, when it comes to a stick like this, uh, you, you, you've talked about before where some sticks are seasonal, some uh, uh, aren't. Maybe you want to start uh, uh, the morning with a cigar. This, to me, is a perfect morning cigar. Really? Yes. Really? We'll get into the to the the notes in a little bit, but uh, to, to me, this this screams morning on your deck with a cup of coffee. Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, Dominican in the binder and the filler. This is normally uh, uh, a Habano sun grown uh, wrapper, but when they do it this way, they replace that with the Ecuadorian Connecticut uh, right there. And right off uh, the the bat, first that wrapper is velvety, yeah, velvety suede, not oily. It's much more of a of, of a texture than it is like like a slick is the best way I could describe it. Yeah, and the wrapper's a little veiny. 
Uh, but the, I tell you, it feels just, it's perfect in the hand. Uh, it it just got a great feel to it. We, we've been smoking this for actually a little while now. Uh, lots of pleasant smoke coming off of it. It's burning very evenly, very well constructed. Ex- what you would expect from an Arturo Fuente. Uh, but for me, the creaminess that comes off of this stick, the leather note, uh, I just think that this would pair well in the morning uh, with a great cup of coffee. Morning cigar for you. Mm-hmm. Man, you have changed. Look how you've grown. My little boy. My up. little boy's a man now. Uh, it does have, uh, off, off the, the, the first light here, in that first third, a little bit of leather. There is a cream. There's absolutely a spice that happens for me mid-tongue. Uh, um, I, I don't know if I would say that was a black pepper or a red pepper that, that I'm getting there, but it's there, and it sits, and it lingers. It's not bothering me at, at, at all. It, it almost beguiles the, the feel, the physical feel of the cigar to have uh, that, that little bit of heat here on the Arturo Fuente Oro Magnum R Super 60, but it's smoking just lovely. We did a straight cut on, on, on this, right? Nice and shallow. Left plenty of opening, and on a 60, you can afford to go shallow because <laughs> you've got a lot of ring gauge right. that you're working with, and it's smoking like a dream. Oh, creamy, smooth, uh, just a, a very fine smoke so far. Uh, but for, for me, Tony, I got to ask you, you know, we, we talk about cut from time to time. Uh, you definitely go with straight cut here. You wouldn't even be tempted to go with a V cut. Absolutely. When you're talking about a 60 ring gauge, to, to try and V or punch and try and kind of intensify the draw, I, I, don't, I don't want to. You're already doing a draw of a lot of cigar here mm-hmm. in, in, in a 60. So, no, I have no need to intensify that. In the slightest. Now, the release on this was 2018, so it's been around for a while. They don't make it all the time, right? It, 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 it's, it's, it's a time-to-time thing, or, or I should say a rarer uh, cigar uh, to, to find. And one of the things that we're clearly seeing is we, we smoked this a little longer, uh, right? We started smoking before we got on onto the show, that this already feels like it's going to have a very unique change into that second third. So when you're reviewing your cigar, got your notebook out. First third, second third, and final third. Break the cigar up into thirds. What and and so you will see and you will feel different flavor changes throughout. Also, make sure you're writing down what you ate that day. What'd you drink that day? It's cold and overcast here in Indianapolis, Indiana, where we record at Blend Bar Cigar, BlendBarCigar.com. Uh, the, the the weather, what you ate, all going to change the the metabolism, saliva, and and how it is things things appear uh, to you. So I, I would never, ever do anything but a straight cut here. I happen to like a shallower cut. So if I, if I need to, I can do more. Yeah. You can't take away. You can always add to the cut, right? Yeah. You, can't, you can't get less cut if you've already cut it. Yeah, I just, uh, this, is, this is great. I want to pair it with a cup of coffee. Because the weather has been kind of lousy here between today and back when we were at the Mississinawa Cigar Company. It was, it was cold that day, too. We just had a string of, of cold weather that I, I hope we are past that you know, as we're going into April. You know, I almost forgot that because of what we did at Miss Cinema, the whole show is a little bit different. Uh, maybe I should take a moment to explain what the heck is going on. So last week, we're up at a cigar lounge in uh, Gas City, Indiana. We did a book signing for Let's Go Bourbon, and, and we, uh, we, we, we hung out with the crowd, and we were smoking cigars and, and, and having a ball, and we were drinking. I, I did the four gate, not gates, not, not plural, singular, four gate. Uh, bourbon, which was buttery. It was actually very, very good. Figures Malloy was doing uh, the Your Grounded Mister from Bad Dad Brewing, I believe. Uh, it was a stout, which you which you finished quickly. Yes. It had a porter 
kind of feel to it, even though they claimed it was a stout. It was, it was thinner than why would I would actually expect from uh, a, a stout. So, but, but we want we wanted to share that with you, and that's why we're kind of like starting the show now, as opposed to when we started the show, because we wanted to bring it to you exactly as we did it, even forgetting that we were recording and everything else. <laughs> you know, it's it's the beauty of live, and it was a great time. We really appreciate the crowd up there at the Mississippi Cigar Company, all the people that came out uh, to be with us and get the book signed and signed uh, for friends and, and, and things like that. And so now we're only getting into uh, the cigar. And then for our bourbon, for, for the show, we got ourselves a little treat uh, from the people at Sweeten's Cove, which is Peyton Manning and Andy Roddick, and the bourbon they put together. And we'll share that in, in, in a little bit. Uh, but, but this cigar, this cigar has wonderful, wonderful notes on it, and really a multiplicity of them. The Arturo Puente Oro Magnum R Super 60, that leather, that cream, the spice that, that I'm getting. Now, I've, I've read a couple of people who really feel like there's a, almost like a, a citrusy thing going on in there. I have not picked that up. Now, that could just be me, but I haven't picked up anything citrusy from this cigar. Uh, neither have I, and it's interesting. Normally, I gravitate toward pepper in, in my cigar, and I'm not getting any pepper on this at all. Uh, to me, it's it's that creaminess, the leather, maybe some nuttiness uh, as well. I guess. I mean, I, I haven't gotten to that uh, yet, but it's 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 smoking just lovely. The mouth feels a good, and as a sixty, which is way bigger than I like to be in a in a in a ring gauge, it, it just feels good. I mean, it's it's it is working. It's not overpowering me in terms of the size. The question, fingers, Malloy, is is this in your humidor at fourteen ninety nine? Now, I should I should say there are plenty of places that will talk about the MSRP on this at eleven ninety nine. So between twelve and fifteen dollars a stick, is this in your humidor? Yes, a, a couple. No, I'm not going to buy a box. But I would like to have a couple uh, in my humidor, particularly on, a, like I said earlier, a, a beautiful Saturday morning on the deck. And I feel like I want to start my morning off with a cigar. I think that this would be a, a great stick to choose. I think what's interesting is that this could go spring or, or this could go fall or summer. Um, it could go cool weather. It could go warm weather, which is sometimes a very nice. I think I, I'm one of those people. I kind of attribute cigars to, to weather, different styles for different different temperatures uh, out there. I agree. There is not a box of these in my humidor. There's a couple of these in my humidor for the moment that it hits me, mm. right? Because of the way that spice is laying on the tongue, it, it, it is unique. It's, it's, it's working for me. I guarantee you it's not an everyday for me. No. It's absolutely not an everyday flavor for me. I, I don't think so either, but uh, I, I definitely think it's a great uh, sit-on-the-deck in the morning cigar um, and definitely something, if you're starting off your day early at a cigar lounge, I think that this is a stick to choose. So you got to find one. If you can find one, I'm not saying it's easy to find. The Arturo Puente Oro Magnum R Super 60. This is it's a fun smoke. Um, there is a billboard in the UK, um, a brand called Elvi. And they are trying to get people to recognize, oh, I, honestly, <laughs> we're going to go from breakfast foods to this. All right, I'm doing this in 60 seconds or less because you put it in. They're trying to get people to know about female incontinence. Mm -hmm. I guess sometimes women have female incontinence where they just go. Yeah. And so they've got a billboard of this woman doing a, uh, she's, she's holding a, a bar, like, like a weightlifting bar, but she's doing a squat. And leaking, and if you go under the billboard, it will leak on you, like 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 it's raining on you. Yeah, 
that that will make you aware of female urinary incontinence. That will make me not eat sugary cereals <laughs> ever again. You know, there are some real... You think New Coke was a bad marketing campaign, everybody. <laughs> this one has got you beat. After you see that billboard, what you know what you need? You need to, to take a shower. When you step out of that shower, you need towels from MyPillow. There it is. I am all about the segue, folks. MyPillow.com slash Tony. MyPillow.com slash Tony. Their six-piece towel sets are actually incredible. They're made with cotton grown in the U.S., and they don't have that lotion-y feel. They're very, very absorbent. Two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, a variety of colors and sizes, machine washable, a 60-day money-back guarantee, a one-year limited warranty, and right now, you can get them for only $39.99 with promo code TONY. For a limited time, get the MyPillow six-piece towel set, regularly $109.99 for only $39.99 with promo code TONY. Go to MyPillow.com slash TONY and get deep discounts on all the MyPillow products like the mattress topper, the MyPillow Giza Dream bed sheets, which I have, and so much more. Get your six-piece MyPillow towel set for only $39.99 today at MyPillow.com slash Tony. That is MyPillow.com slash Tony. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. So when Peyton Manning and his group of super elite friends, all right, there's tennis stars and all sorts of sports figures who got involved with the creation of a bourbon called Sweeten's Cove. And it, well, it sold quick. But it sold at 150 bucks for some people, Fingers Malloy. That was, that was not the price point they wanted to be. But it was a unique play on the juice, a great way to kind of enter the market. And now, this weekend, guys... They're launching their second from the brand. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And this is Sweeten's Cove, Tennessee. You see, it's Kentucky bourbon, but it's also Tennessee bourbon. See what they did there? I see what they did, Fingers Malloy, with the one, two. The question is, how in the world do they describe this? How do they kind of see... Well, the difference between Tennessee and Kentucky bourbon, what are they going for? Jeremiah Cosner joins us right now. He does uh, marketing for uh, the good people at Sweeten's Cove, and he lets people know, hey, you should, you should try this. You should taste this. And he hit us up, and he's like, we're launching, and we're like, get over here. Let's talk about it. Jeremiah, good to see you, man. Hey, happy, happy being alive. Oh, uh, man, right on with that. <laughs> this right here, this one-of-a-kind union of Ken- Kentucky and Tennessee bourbons, artfully balanced to sip Savor and share. Fingers Malloy, 55.35% alcohol. That means 110.7 proof. Talk to me about this, Jeremiah. How do you guys see the difference between Kentucky and Tennessee bourbon whiskeys and why why the, the blend here? Yeah, the blend here is really trying to celebrate the culture and the heritage of both the Kentucky and Tennessee Bourbons, right? So we're blending the two together, bringing them together as basically new best friends, and uh, making something very magical happen. Um, you right you here. you mentioned uh, earlier before we got on the air that the the master blender here um, is is unique for some people because she is the first of her kind, right? We're not only talking about the blender; we're talking about the distiller, right? She's one of one, so she is a master blender. Right. The only one since Prohibition. 
So it, the, the when she got involved with with this, her name again, I'm forgetting her Marianne name. Marianne Eves is her name. Marianne Eves. She is the rock star of the group. Did 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 the guys who put the money behind this, right, the brand uh, to this, did they know her? Did they search her out? How did that? How did that formation come? You know, I'm sure that was probably a network of just communication through friendships, right? And and usually that's the way it works. Friends get together with friends and create something. Uh, talk to me about some flavor profiles here as yeah. we're we're just experimenting with with the nose fingers, Malloy. And that's a a, a perfect amber. Uh, hun- Actually, I shouldn't say it's a perfect honey color. Is mm-hmm. kind of what we're getting here in in this light. Talk to me about what we're where these bourbons come from and what the flavor profile we're going for here. Yeah, so first off, we'll start with, I guess, the aroma. Start with the nose. We often do start with the nose. As yeah. a matter of fact, we always start with the nose, start and we do it neat. So we've each got a nice, hefty pour here of the Sweetens Cove, Kennessee. We're going to start with the aroma. I guess the first thing that comes off is going to be a nice, warm, toasted oak. A little bit of graham cracker as well. I know a lot of people don't pull that, but there is some graham cracker in there. Well, the oak is definitely definitely there, and you and I would argue that it's sweet. There's a little bit of ethanol, right? There's a little bit of an alcohol on the nose fingers. For me, maybe a little bit of maple. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I guess that really depends on how you take your sweet, right? There's a great uh, conversation of what palate is. Is it graham cracker? Is it maple? Now, I, I, I maybe a more seasoned palate. A more seasoned nose goes graham cracker. We're low end, so we went we went went right with uh, maple there. But it's definitely it's definitely appealing. Yeah. So this is finished with toasted sugar maple wood. Look so at there, you. So there is some maple. Look in at here. you, fingers, fingers oh. on. Did you read the cheat sheet first? I did not, but uh, it looks like maybe I've done this once or twice. <laughs> so you're also going to get some citrus in there. So some so. Nice orange peels and some palma fruit. Right. One of the things that's interesting about the, the, the nose here, it is absolutely not overwhelming, right? It's not punching you in the face at 110 proof. Fingers Malloy, we've no. had many a nose that makes you fall down. This is not it. That's absolutely correct. And, uh, you know, we're talking about the nose. Uh, let's get it on the palate. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Let's get, let's Has get someone rolling. had a day, Fingers Malloy? <laughs> Daddy needs a drink. It is the Sweetens Cove, Tennessee, Kentucky and Tennessee bourbon whiskeys, Fingers Malloy. He didn't even ask. wait for me to ask. He just went right for the sip. I was going to say, are you ready for this? Let's and he was going to say, you know, he was going to say, I've been ready for this all day, as he does. Fingers Malloy takes a sip. Jeremiah Cosner of Sweetens Cove takes oh, a sip. Oh, wow. I'll wait. Talk to me, Fingers. Uh, well, first of all, barely a sting on the tongue. Uh, no real burn going down or, or at not much of a warmth uh if if you were handed this uh you would i i don't believe you would say this plays at 110 proof it's very smooth there there is it's not something that uh punches you in the face at 110 120 uh proof uh whiskey a bourbon uh may do it but it's uh there's that sweetness it's uh the, the oak is there the sweetness it's it's kind of hard to pinpoint for me uh, maybe I'll just stick with the maple, right? Uh, but it's very pleasant, very, very good. Jeremiah, when when this uh, for you is on the palate, what were you? What was the plan to get from this? What are the flavors people can expect? You know, instantly most people say the caramel there. There's a little bit of vanilla as well, and then obviously, like you said, there's not a lot of warmth, so it's not super overpowering. So you still get the palate to absorb right. those sweets. All right, I'm going in. I'm All going right. in. It is the Sweetens Cove, Tennessee, which is available this week. It's launching nation. Is it nationwide this weekend? Yes. Launching nationwide. Here, here I go. He's going boy. in. He's looking at his glasses. He does the Memphis Munch. It's a Tennessee two-step. Ah. 
Um, or you can do the Kentucky Chew. <laughs> okay. I get a little more heat than you. I definitely feel it on the mid-tongue. I barely feel it center chest going down. No burn going down. Um, I think caramel is an interesting conversation because you don't always get that. It, it, it gets talked about a lot, but you don't always get it. It is sweeter. I do get a citrus feel. I am not getting vanilla, but the finish is a lovely, lovely bit of oak. There's a there's an oak. There is there is a little bit. I, I would argue that citrus, and and one of the things that it, that it does, man, it coats the tongue. It does. It, it lingers. Co- right now, this is playing for me a little bit better than the Sweetens Cove did, the 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 the, the, the flagship. Right, mm-hmm. playing for me a, a little different. This is also playing a little different, Jeremiah. At the price point here, talk to me about sure. where this one's at uh, in comparison to the flagship. Yeah, so just to clarify, the flagship runs about one ninety nine MSRP, right. and then uh, the Kennessee will run about. Bring 59. a little closer to the mic, right there. Yeah, one uh, one ninety nine MSRP for the flagship twenty twenty one release, and then the uh, Kennessee will run about fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, and that's going to be able to be found really anywhere. Okay, fifty nine ninety nine. I see this. I get. This this makes sense now. For some people, it's going to be a little bit higher uh, than, than 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 they're used to. It's going to be a little bit higher in in the price point than maybe fingers more you normally like to go. Right. But there's flavor coming here. Yeah. And there's multiples of the flavor, and it's still on my tongue. And a uniqueness. Mm-hmm. There's a story behind it. And the idea that you're 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 bringing Tennessee whiskey uh, together with with Kentucky bourbon, I think. Adds to the story. Adds to, to, to something that you okay. If sixty dollars is a little more than you would normally spend, I think you need to grab a bottle of this. Sweetens Cove, Tennessee, K E N N E S S E E. Kentucky only got the K. Tennessee got the the rest of it. It launches this weekend, so look for it at your favorite liquor store or lounge. Jeremiah Cosner, man, I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Uh, online, where can people find out more? Sweetens Cove. Sweetenscove.com. Sweetenscovespirits.com. Even do that. More coming up. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. You have until April 18th. It's the last day you can claim your money. Go get your money, people. Get Paid. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy. Find everything at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Now, tax day this year is April 18th. Um, I, I, I forget what's going on. Is, is April 15th Good Friday? Yes. Is, is, is that why? Yes. Okay, so, so that's why they, they moved it to the Monday, April 18th. And then other places, they've got their own state holidays, so it's actually moved a little bit later. So check in, in your state. According to the reporting from CBS News, the IRS has 1.5 billion in unclaimed refunds, or as Elon Musk calls it, pocket change. <laughs> and you have until April 18th to claim any of this money. So here's how the story goes. And I don't understand, so, follow, so work with me here, fingers. The unclaimed refunds stem from about 1.5 million taxpayers who didn't file a tax return in 2018. I don't, I don't understand. The argument is there's a three-year period to claim the refunds. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the window for getting the money, and it will close for most taxpayers on the 18th. And then again, the people in Maine and Massachusetts have uh, something called Patriot's Day holidays, and so they have until April 19th. For some the, of us, every day is Patriot's Day. You are a great American. Thank you. The average value, $813. 
how if you didn't pay taxes well okay oh, so yeah. I, I guess if, if you you were paying taxes and other things but you didn't have to pay out to the federal government so you're paying taxes they're saying if you didn't have to pay in extra or you overpaid right and you have a refund coming to you my question is who are these people who have 800 900 a thousand dollars just sitting there that they can claim and they're like ah I got other things to do. That's almost a full tank of gas in today's America. Right? <laughs> Holy cow. Holy cow, it's getting so bad. There's so many things about the story that are just very strange between people just letting their uh, money sit and let the federal government, you know, have it for that long. But then also, in, in it's 2022. Why is there a three-year window on this? You, it, it should be the, the technology's there. It's not like it should be where you can't file a 2012 tax return and get your money. I don't understand why they have this three-year window. There are an estimated 12 million Americans who don't file annual tax returns. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means. I know some people that don't file tax returns. They don't file a tax return. No. And I and won't the, mention their names, but I I, I I I I know some people. I know some people. Anything that sounds like bingers galoy? <laughs> no, no, believe me. I filled mine out in triplicate. Uh, but I, I, I do know some people that do not file. And I just I just sit back and I think to myself, you're playing with fire. Eventually, they're, they're going to find you, right? Yes. Especially nowadays. It's, it's not 1928. Look, I am not a fan of paying uh, taxes. I, I am very libertarian on the conversation of income taxes. I think that the income tax is completely wrong, right? When we talk about the founding of the nation, luxury taxes, things like that, yes. The states could collect taxes, sure. Federal income tax didn't exist. That was, that was 1913 when the federal income tax came into play. I, I don't like the idea that the government thinks they're my partner and is entitled to a cut of the labor that I contract for. That's where it really comes down to. When, when, when you or, or I or anybody else says, hey, you need this service. I can provide this service. Here's the dollar amount I'll take for the service. That's a contract. Why is the government involved in that? True. I, I, it drives me crazy. It's, at least it's comforting knowing that the income tax rate hasn't gone up since its inception. What? Exactly. <laughs> But that's a teachable. That's a teachable moment, right? If you study uh, how the income tax was brought to be, and, and you know, listen, only be a little bit. Don't worry about. Ah, you won't even notice it. And then you know, year oh, after you year, it. year, year after year after year. Well, there will be some people who will tell you that it used to be much, much more, and we've got to actually raise it because that's fair. But that's a political conversation. I don't want to get into. On the basic concept, the idea of being taxed on income, which is based on private contract. I just, I just think it's wrong. I think it's absolutely wrong. But I do it because it's the law, and I just you know, vote for people who try to reduce them or, or try to uh, uh, eliminate them. I just don't know. I, I didn't, 12 million people not filing is it's kind of mind-boggling it, to it me. It just absolutely blows my mind that you could have, it says the average here, what was $800? The idea that you'd have $800 just, just sitting out there. there. And, and you're like, ah, oh, gosh. Especially nowadays, you, you know, it takes like 20 minutes with any of these, the tax software to do your taxes. Like, oh, I just don't have the time. Did you ever, have you ever gone to those, uh, the states have sites, usually through the attorney, attorney general's office, or, or, or something like that where 
you can find out if you have money waiting for you somewhere. You got a refund on something, or there was some kind of class action lawsuit that you were a part of. You didn't even know it. Unclaimed. Uh, That's stuff it. That, yeah, I've actually, funds. Actually, I found Unclaimed property. I found that site a couple years ago, and I I crapped out. I didn't have anything waiting for me. But then I started putting in my friends' names. Right. <laughs> I did a search, and uh, a couple of my friends had some money coming to me, uh, coming to them, Freudian slip. Should have been coming to me, finder's fee. Right. Uh, but, uh, and, then, and then all of a sudden, I thought to myself, well, if I keep contacting these people, they're going to think to themselves, this is kind of creepy. Why, why is he? Because I'm bored. I had nothing Financial else to advisor, do. Financial advisor, fingers below. <laughs> uh, I have done it. I have actually found money for myself. Yeah. I found money for my mother. Mm. Um, uh, and and so it's it's worth checking. It's unclaimed property, or yeah. you know, check check your state, check with your I don't know your secretary of state, or the attorney general, and 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 they do that. There's a recall going on, and you should know about it because it's an Easter chocolate kit that's sold at Walmart. So they have this ready to build. It's chocolate cookie bunny hutch kit. Bunny hutch kit is what it is. Due to a milk allergen missing from the contained statement. Oh, that could be a problem for, yes. for some people, but it's chocolate. You would assume it has some kind of milk. You would think. Right? No one, there, there have been no illnesses that have been reported right there, but consumers, quote, who have an allergy or severe sensitivity to milk run the risk of serious or life-threatening allergic reaction if they consume these products. I didn't know this. The CDC says that milk accounts for the most serious allergic reactions in the nation. Not nuts? Not peanuts or something? Milk? I, that's the first I heard of that. The, the, the product, it looks like a gingerbread house, except it's, it's chocolate. Which is why I would eat it. Yeah, but it's a kit. Do you uh, like gingerbread? It's okay. Eh, you're wrong. But uh, to me, this is disappointing if I get this as a kid on, on Easter morning. Because it's a kit. I have to, like, build stuff. I just, I just want to open up the... the the, the Reese's peanut butter cups that look like Easter eggs and First, thank you for saying it properly, Reese's. Yes. Secondly, I have no problem with building something because then you get to devour it and, like, smash it, like with a rock <laughs> <laughs> or a hammer, <laughs> right? That's uh, exact. You, you oh. get to wreck it, Ralph it? Yeah, that's I think saying? that's kind of fun. You get to build it with the family. It's a little bit of togetherness. You get to decorate it. And then you take a picture with it. You're like, oh, that's great. And then you get to just eat like a damn fool. Are, are we going to, uh, you know, we only got a week or two left. Are we going to do any Easter candy reviews while we're... We can do all the Easter candy reviews. Oh, boy. We can do a video of you and I making this exact touch. Or one that no. has the proper <laughs> right. listing of, of, of ingredients and allergens. I... Milk. I wouldn't. I would not have would not have dawned on me that milk is the thing people are most allergic to. The book is "Let's Go Bourbon." It's the bourbon reader you've always needed. Find it. Find it at Amazon.com. Let's go bourbon. This is Eat Drink Smoke. Follow Eat Drink Smoke on social media on Twitter at Go Eat Drink Smoke on Facebook Facebook.com/slash Eat Drink Smoke and Instagram at Eat Drink Smoke Podcast. Eat, drink, smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. I'm Tony Katz. That is Fingers Malloy. This Arturo Fuente, the Oro, the Oro Magnum R Super 60, 6 by 60 into the second third of this cigar. Leather and pepper, man. Uh, and it, 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 to me, it, it, it's, it's a nice mix is what I, I would say there. That's, that's what I'm, I'm getting off of it. Maybe, maybe there's a little hint of of coffee going on. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe there's a little hint uh, of, of, of that. 
but it's it's uh it's definitely a medium not not i don't think right now we're in, in the in the full bodied of this there is a little spice that's that's maintaining through uh, don't get me wrong totally totally dig that uh, I'm enjoying it though. I'm enjoying it a lot. Smoking great. Now, actually, for me, I am starting to get a little bit of that spice that I hadn't had in the first uh, or second third. I'm get- getting close to the final third. I'm smoking this way too fast, uh, but th- that pepper is starting to to, to uh, ramp up for me. What do you think of the pairing with the the Sweetens Cove? Ah, the Sweetens Cove, which is the Tennessee. So it's Kentucky and Tennessee bourbons, or is it Kentucky bourbon and Tennessee uh, whiskey? I actually do enjoy this. And this at, at $59.99, which is the MSRP, this is the right price. This is the right price for, for this bourbon. Pairing's not bothering me too much. No, I, I agree with you. And uh, the one thing I noticed is uh, over the break, I put in a, a couple of drops of cool water. And wow, that really brought out the citrus for me. And... Uh, I don't want to say spice. It's more of the citrus, and it, I get a little bit of the heat from it, but it's not it's not abusive, and it is resting center tongue, and it's kind of it's mingling in a, in a fine way with with a little bit of spice I get from the cigar. Well, my question for you is, uh, would you have kept it neat, knowing what you you, you know now? Uh, do you regret putting uh, a couple drops? Oh, of water I absolutely would have kept it neat. I thought neat was a better flavor profile. Then adding a little bit of the cool water. Now, maybe if I added a cube, right, and really made it cold, I would get something different. I'll, I'll try that next because uh, you should always try it that way. Remember, when you're adding water, you're adding rocks, no matter if it's a big cube, big rock, or, or, or chips, you're, you're adding water, so you're bringing down the proof, and you're going to get new things out of it. You're just going to get new flavors out of the drink. That's just the way it is. Yeah, for me, Tony, the, the oak really... Uh went away after I, I put the, the water in. That, that citrus really cropped up after we put a little bit of water in it. Uh, and I know you lean a lot more toward an oaky bourbon. So Yeah, I won't. The, 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 the water, the little bit of water on the Sweetens Cove, Tennessee, uh, increased the spice for me, did increase a little bit of the citrus. Now I just did it. I said, screw it. I'll just move it to the big cube right now. So now I'll try it. Oh, he's going to try the, it with the, the big, big cube. cube. So this is, here we go. He's doing the Kentucky Chew. Yeah, I did it right this time. Kentucky Chew. Yeah, it actually built up a little bit of spice. It stings the, the lip. Really? Right there. That's interesting. That's a very, very nice flavor. And what's interesting on the cube, more bourbon. In, in I guess in, in, in a traditional way to, to think of it, that, that oak is, is there, I think, a little bit more with the big cube. It was a little more just the spice when it was just the, the, the cool water. But I'm liking this. And I will say... This is better than the flagship. The flagship that's, that sells for $199 a bottle is nice. Absolutely not where I'm at for $199 a bottle. I, I agree with you, and especially for value. I mean, I think it was really smart for them to come out with a product that's more like 60 And also the fact that the, the story behind it, where you, it's Kentucky bourbon, it's Tennessee whiskey. It's a unique product that I think is well worth seeking out. When they first launched this, of course, this is... Uh, a, a blend or, or, or a pairing, not a pairing, a partnership uh, with Peyton Manning, uh, Andy Roddick, tennis star, Jim Nance, the sportscaster, a bunch of, of other people in that celebrity world. And the $199 was based on that. And if I had a chance to, to speak to, to that team, you guys know that was a mistake. It was, it, it's not, you have a, a solid bourbon on your hands. You have an opportunity for something here. 
and and you priced it in a way that made it seem kitsch. This new version, the Tennessee, brings you into a place of oh, okay, you're actually going to put out products that we can have. Yeah, but I, you can understand it in a way because I I believe it's 16 year old. So it's juice. a blend, and there is some 16 year old juice in it. So you know you're going to be you know paying a premium for that. But it's still it's still hard for people to reconcile. Absolutely. In that way, this no no no. And by the way, sixty is going to be hard for some people. Absolutely. To reconcile, but I think this will fly off a shelf. Yeah, this will fly off a, a, a shelf. I actually enjoy it more. At, at one hundred ninety nine dollars a bottle, that's the kind of stuff that you would look for at your local lounge, knowing that you're going to be paying a little bit more for a pour, obviously because it's more expensive. Uh, but at least that's a lot more budget friendly than than buying a whole bottle. This right here, I think, for a lot of folks, uh, they'll be obviously much more willing to buy it at sixty dollars a bottle. And a hundred and ten proof, and doesn't feel that way at all. Nope, absolutely not. I, I think you get in a lot of trouble with this stuff. It's time, fingers Moy, for news of the week. You're a you're a good man, a scholar, and a gentleman. Eat, drink, smoke. News of the week with happy hour anchorman Fingers Malloy. Or so the Germans would have us believe. I, I know the folks out there in Radioland, they call it Radioland, Tony. Is that they, right? Yeah. They were saying to themselves, holy cow, they got through an entire show without talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock. But, uh. but, but we're not going to. Because apparently uh, there is new footage that came out of the whole uh, Slapgate incident uh, at the Oscars, and you get to see uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's Smith. reaction after the whole thing goes down, and uh, she looks like she's laughing, Tony, getting quite a chuckle out of the whole situation. Chris Rock tells a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith, the wife of Will Smith, uh, about having a shaved head or a bald head. It says, G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it, the movie with Demi Moore from the late 90s, I believe it was. Will Smith is laughing at first, and then the camera cuts away, and the next thing you know, he gets up on stage, slaps Chris Rock, and a lot of people are like, oh, that was fake. Oh, it was a setup. And then he sits down and says, Keeps my wife, keep my wife's name out of your blanking mouth. Says it twice, and Chris Rock goes on with the show. Will Smith is just getting excoriated in, in many, many corners, and he was laughing at first, clearly looked at Jada and said, oh, she's taking this very personally. I have to go do something does something he should not have done but this new video from the crowd so some celebrity took this video <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, shows her laughing after Chris Rock gets slapped yeah it's is it after he gets slapped or after he says oh my gosh Will Smith just slapped the blank out of me I think it looks like it, it's when he said Will Smith just slapped the S out of me but I, I gotta tell you um, and that was a great line and Chris Rock handled that very well knowing that there were millions and millions and millions of people watching it uh, it was a funny line for people in the crowd shouldn't have been a funny line for uh, anyone who was in the Will Smith family particularly the spouse but you know Tony you know who wouldn't have behaved that way who DJ Jazzy Jeff DJ Jazzy Jeff would have sat there and taken the joke if he was joking about uh, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff's wife uh, Tiffany I don't think I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm just going with the 80s. Uh, and it would handle it classy. At the very least, if, if Will Smith wanted to do something, I think he should have said, see you after the show. Or talk about it backstage. You, you don't do that in front of uh, millions of people at an award ceremony. By like the that. way, as comic and actress Mickey Yamashita pointed out on Twitter, 
Will Smith wins an Oscar and doesn't thank DJ Jazzy Jeff, that's that's abhorrent. It is abhorrent. Abhorrent. Um, the 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 slap is going to get talked about for forever because there's a lot of cultural plays within this and how people are are reacting to it. But man, at first I, I never thought it was a setup. I just thought it was too dumb of an idea for a setup. Right. Watching Jada Pinkett Smith laugh, now I'm like, all right. I have absolutely no idea. It still doesn't make any sense that it would be a setup. Like, it would be some kind of gag oh, or something. People were analyzing that footage like it was a Zapruder film. Right? I look at Chris Rock's head. It's going back and to the left. Back. <laughs> and to the, it was like, no, this, there's no way that's a publicity split. Will Smith blew 30 years of goodwill just by going up there and behaving that way. Can you, can you redeem that? Sure. Every, America loves a redemption story. So when does he do the interview with Oprah? Two weeks from today. And you know that's coming, right? Of course. Will Jada Pinkett Smith be there? Of course. That's the correct answer. The correct answer. The Sweetens Cove, Tennessee. It's a fine bourbon. I would do it neat. After having it with some water, yeah. after having it on a cube, I would do the Sweetens Cove, Tennessee, which becomes available uh, starting on April 1st. April Fool's Day, it starts becoming uh, available. And this cigar, this cigar is a winner. This cigar is an absolute winner. The Arturo Fuente Oro Magnum Super 60. Yeah, I like this. Uh, there will be a couple in my humidor. Not a box. I think it's got to be the right moment. But in this second, third, it has it has all come together. Spice is a little bit subsided. I'm getting money, much more of that leather flavor. I think a little bit of coffee. It's hitting beautifully, and it's smoking great. I haven't touched it up. And no nanoplastic. No nanoplastics. See, it's, it's the cigar industry saying cigars, the thirst quencher. <laughs> it has electrolytes. It's what plants crave. That is Fingers Malloy. I'm Tony Katz. Find us at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com next time, guys. Did you know Audible isn't just for audiobooks? They have podcasts, too. And you guessed it, Eat, Drink, Smoke is now on Audible. Listen to us there. Eat, Drink, Smoke.